Welcome back to the Landco podcast. We are on episode four of our waterfowl development series. And uh, if, if you're not familiar with this series, you can go back and listen to the first two or three episodes. But essentially, my business partner and I, Ryan Pudick, bought a property in Fulton County with the goal of um, designing and developing a premier waterfowl property. So we were kind of taking everyone along with us to, um, to kind of show you that process, um, how we do it, like how we design it, how we develop it, and uh, eventually kind of how we maintain it. But we're on, I think we've owned it six months, and we kind of we kind of earmarked it for like a two-year project. I mean, nothing's ever done completely, but uh, after two years, we kind of hope to be done with like all the major work. So, you know, we're not at the tail end of this thing, but we're 25% of the way through it, so we're, we're making some progress. Um, this episode, you know, we're in the middle of waterfowl season at this point, so it's more of kind of an update on how things um, are going. We do our best to kind of shut the farm down when we're in the in the middle of hunting season, if it's far enough to hunt, which it is. So um, just going to kind of update you guys on a few of the projects we had going. Um, we ran into a few design issues that we're going to have to work through, and we're already kind of thinking towards next year on kind of what projects to tackle next year. So let's just hop right in. Um, the middle lake that when we purchased it, it was called Clam Lake. Um, it was actually used as a wetland, but it it, it was kind of neglected over the last three or four years. So it, it just wasn't, um, it wasn't performing very well. So we kind of bounced back and forth on what to do with that. Um, we chatted with a neighbor about kind of raising both lakes at the same time, which um, if he was on board with that, we would have done that. So far he doesn't want to do that, which is totally fine. Um, so then we decided, hey, let's just turn it into a wetland. So we drained it, cleaned it. I mean, at this point, it was full of phragmite, um, full of just weeds everywhere. The, the ditches were kind of silted in. So we spent a week or so just kind of cleaning it out and then filled it up. You know, if you look at last, you know, before we filled it, you can kind of see that we, you know, all the stuff out here. I'm not going to use blue. I'm going to use yellow. All the stuff out here we cleaned up. In the middle there, you can't really see it, but all this stuff out here used to be Phragmite. I mean, it was full of Phragmite. So this picture is right before we um, filled it up, essentially. This is, uh, you know, and if we turn this into a lake, we would certainly upgrade this um, overflow. But essentially, this is the overflow, and it's got a bunch of gates here you can't see. We pulled these gates out, fixed it, and then we put them back in. So this was before we filled it. We get a ton of water with this thing because we get the overflow um, from like, I think it's a 60 acre lake or something. It's huge. So literally within a few weeks, it was full, uh, maybe not even a few weeks. What we ran into, um, you know, what? I'm going to show you guys where it's at. So this is in the middle of the property. This is this right here. This is where we get the inlet, the water from this big lake, from a neighbor's lake. So that's the location. <clears throat> if you hop back to the actual lake, what happened was like it filled so fast, we'd cleaned everything up. So all that Phragmite, um, all, you know, all the old vegetation that we cleared out clogged the um, outlet and it was higher than we were comfortable with. So um, what that meant was um, we decided to put in an emergency overflow. So like the water was coming out of the existing outlet, but not at the rate that it was coming in. So like we were just a little concerned that it would go over the dam and have some you know, we weren't too concerned that the whole dam would blow out because it's a it's a fairly big dam as it is. But uh, we were more concerned that like it would just do some damage, you know. So 
what we did was we came in and flipping through some of these pictures. Again, if you're listening to this on like, you know, Apple podcast, that's great. If you want to see like more detailed information, we kind of roll through some pictures of this. I kind of annotate them the best I can. I'm using my fancy program here that is not as fancy as I'm explaining it. Um, but it certainly helps to kind of like, um, to explain what we're doing. Cause a lot of the stuff you'd kind of need pictures to, to follow along. So here we are, essentially what we're doing is you can't even see it, but like, I don't even know if where our outlet is, but it's underwater here, the main outlet. So what we're doing here is we're cutting a trench in, you know, I don't know how deep, two or three feet deep. Uh, then we're going to put in our, um, the black pipe in here. And I think we decided it was like 15 inches lower than the current water level. <clears throat> I'm going to use some different colors. So we dug down, we left a little buffer there, you know, a couple feet, put our pipe at the bottom, and then we dug this stuff out. I have a little video. So all the water has a second place to drain, you know, it's not just down the main outlet and for some reason that gets clogged or there's just a ton of rain that comes up. This served as our kind of emergency overflow. So if we scroll through a few pictures here, you can kind of see that that trench is about done. It's going to put the pipe in. Um, I think we needed 60 or 80 feet. It wasn't, it wasn't a huge deal. We used a 15 inch pipe <clears throat> so you can see it. it goes through and, and kind of empties back to where the main outlet empties. So uh, that was convenient. I thought that was a video, maybe not. But either way, you guys can see the point, like all this water is now draining. And even with that 15 inch, it didn't drain as fast as we expected, but within a few days it was down a foot kind of where we needed it to. So um, just had to do a little patchwork and you know, you, that just happens. There's nothing you can do about that. We'll probably, once we get it back down, we'll probably clean it up the main outlet and put some, you know, some gates in place to where it will prevent that from happening again. But something just we had to deal with um that's here's a picture picture of um clam lake full uh which we go back and forth on like whether we should turn it into a lake or a wetland you know i i probably lean lake a little bit i don't know why just because i think it looks really cool it'd give us a resting spot in the middle of the property to hold birds you know we wouldn't hunt it very much we'd just kind of leave it as a sanctuary but the problem is it's only like if we if we can't raise it it's only like, it's deeper than we expected. We thought it might be like 10 to 12 feet. We think it's probably closer to like 13 to 15, kind of depending on where the water level is. So it is probably big enough, deep enough for fish. We just, we're having trouble deciding. Like if our goal is truly to have it be the best waterfowl. And when we say waterfowl, like we, we really mean ducks. Like we like shooting geese, but you can shoot geese anywhere um, out in Canton. Our, what we really mean is like a great duck hunting farm. So we're thinking like, if we really want a good duck hunting farm, it makes sense to have more food. So like, let's just stick with our goal because you can plant corn. You know, now that we've cleaned it, you could plant, I think, I think the whole wetland is eight acres. So let's say you can plant six or seven acres of corn. Like that's a huge wetland. Um, we can still use it as kind of a sanctuary to hold ducks and hunt the perimeter of it with their other wetlands, but we're just, we don't know. That's one of the issues that we're going to have to address before well, after the season's over, because if we want to turn it into a wetland, we're going to have to empty it. So um, that will be something that we have to decide shortly. 
Um, I think that's it for, yeah, before I move on, um, one thing I will say, we've talked about power because, you know, right now there's no power there. We're talking about putting a building up at some point. And right now we're kind of relying on Mother Nature to fill all these wetlands. You know, the main one, let me go back to the map. If you remember, so we built another one right here. We built one right, and I'm saying we built these. If you go back and look at the previous episode, you'll, you'll see all this stuff. We built one right here. It's a bad drawing, but you get it. And then we have a couple of wetlands, like a little pothole wetlands right here. But on all of those, we are relying on rain. Like this, not, not all of them. I guess this bottom clam lake gets water from the main lake. That isn't on our property, but they called it the main lake. So anyways, water's not an issue on this one. The other, you know, two or three or four wetlands, we are purely relying on, on rain. Uh, we'll move on and I'll show you, but this one filled up. <clears throat> this one, these two, we didn't fill up this year. We need to work on those in the spring. This one, the Centerfield wetland, it filled up probably, I don't know, it needs probably 18 inches to be full. So that worries us a little bit because, man, we had a, like the two weeks before season, it was wet. I bet we got six inches of rain. So we're a little concerned about that one filling up on a consistent basis. So we're talking about bringing power in, which we've we already got the contract with Ameren. We're getting power. We don't know exactly what else to do past that, but we might have to bring that power into our main spot where we may build. And then a few places, you know, say a couple spots so we can have pumps to pump water from here up to our wetlands. You know, whatever we want to pump, if we want to pump one up there or whatever that is. Um, you could even pump it up to here because this slopes downhill. But that's something that we might do. So if we go back to that um, picture, we're talking about bringing power to <clears throat> essentially right here. We're running it around here so we could pump it up to our wetland. You can't really see it. It's right around there. So that's something that we're considering as well. That would be a spring slash summer project. So that's something that we might do next year. Uh, if you hop in and look at some of these wetlands. So this one is the Northwest wetland. So if I hop back here, it is this one. Undo that, but just for reference, if not there. And it's full, like this is, and it's cool. We didn't design this one with the goal of having a ton of food. We knew it was gonna be small. It was just a kind of an easy, cheap one to build because most of the work was done. Like there was a dry dam there that all we needed to do was raise it a little bit, peel some dirt back and install an agri drain and it was done. So we think it's gonna be like a little kill hole. So we'll hunt it only a few times a year when we know the birds are using it. But uh, let me get a better picture. There's the agri drain. So you can see like it's full. Um, it could come up another two or three inches, but only in really heavy rains. Um, there's the levee. Again, you can see it's already all been built. Um, so here's the cool picture. Let me see if I could zoom in a little bit. Oops. So all of this <clears throat> stuff out here, you can see that it was all dozed. We, we cleaned it up so we could farm it. So the goal is all this stuff, plant all that in corn. 
it's a big field. It's probably, I don't know, 12, 14 acres. The little wetland's only one or two acres. I think it's an acre and a half, maybe two. But um, let me redo that. It's such a bad drawing. So let's say we plant all of that, okay, into corn. The design process, thought process is just to leave this in standing corn. The rest of all this would just, we'd pick, so it would be stubble. So this little area right here, which I'm gonna draw it in blue, will be our shooting hole, which, which would be kind of, it's only about a, six inches to a foot deep there at max. So it would just look kind of cool, like we'd be hunting flooded stubble right next to a kind of a clean, sharp line of standing corn. Um, and it all, like that project went, went as good as we could have hoped for. So we won't fully see how that one does until next year when we can get in there and plant corn and flood it and see how it looks. But the goal is to do that. Either drop a pit here or even hide one in the corn and kind of just depending on what we're gonna do with the wind. But that project is done for this year. Next year, all we need to do is kind of spray it and plant it and, and wait. So um, let me go back, slide view. That's not what I wanted to do. Okay, so here we go. So that one is done. Here's a picture up. So there actually was an agri drain in place when we bought it. It was installed like, it looks like it's 15, 20 years old, but like, I'm sure it would have worked. This is why you put like either T-post or flags where you put the agri drain because in the spring, summer, fall, when they're dry, it is very easy to hit these things with the bat wing. So here's what happens when you hit one. Um, the next wetland, Centerfield wetland. Let me show you where that one's at in case you don't know. So Centerfield Wetland is, let me add a drawing. Centerfield Wetland is right here. And it's five or six acres, good wetland. <clears throat> if you remember, we ran into a few problems planting. It was just so wet that we couldn't, the corn didn't make it in the whole thing. So we went back in and planted some buckwheat and millet. It looks great. Um, I mean, it's full enough now that we can hunt it. Like we're kind of letting it sit for probably a year or two to let the birds find it. but. There's enough water in there to hunt it. These are some of the the areas that didn't grow. So we planted millet and buckwheat there. Here is down by the dam. So all this, I mean, there's some corn now flooded. Most of it's still out of the water. So not the end of the world. Like most of those, our big ducks will want that corn later. So as long as it fills up at some point in the season, we're good. There's still plenty of food in here for the small ducks. Um, here's another picture of that. Looks like the same picture as before. The only thing that I really wanted to come up for, well, one, to get into that corn. Number two, the, um, the far, let's see, east of that wetland, I think is going to be the coolest shooting hole because it's kind of surrounded by corn. This whole area in here will be, when it's full, it'll be about a foot deep, but all this corn on the outside will surround it, you know, all that stuff. So it'll just be a cool little, like, almost like you would consider like a little, you know, clover kill plot for deer. It's just gonna be like a little small millet hole surrounded by corn. So we need about 18 inches for this um, to be where I'd like it to be. But again, we've got, we're only a couple weeks into the season, so we got plenty of time. So if it doesn't, if we don't get enough water for that to happen, then our decision next year to put a pump in to get water up here will be a little easier because we designed it with this having water in mind. So if we don't get enough rain in a wet year, We'll, we'll sort of be forced to put in some sort of pump system. So that's where we sit with all of these. Um, 
Make sure I didn't miss anything here. Clam is full. Um, we're leaning towards keeping it a wetland for next year. Power will decide over the next several months. The center field wetland looks good. Needs to come up about 18 inches. And that northwest wetland, we need a better name for that, um, is full. And we'll just uh, update that next year. We are a few, let's see, a few weeks into the season. There's a few pictures. It has been doing pretty well. We're holding a lot of birds. Um, had a, you know, I think one decent hunt and three or four pretty good hunts. So the hunting out there is going well. And um, that is it for this episode. You know, I'll probably come back with one more, um, just kind of like more hunting update um, more than anything. And then we'll be looking at some decisions to be made after the hunting season, moving into spring to decide what projects we want to do next because we've got a few in mind. But uh, we'll walk you through some of those when we get closer to um, moving forward with them. So that's it. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll be back at you shortly.